Hello and welcome to Boca de Gallo, the spiciest anime podcast on the internet. Oh, spicy. Yep. So today, welcome. How are you? I'm I'm doing all right, Michael. I, I was talking to listeners. Well, too bad I'm sniping the question. <laughs> How you doing, Michael? Dude, I'm I'm living the dream. Dude, me too. We started our day off with some mimosas. We're feeling life's good. good. Yeah, dude. Some beautiful snowy hellscape outside. Oh my god, it's actually just like a, <laughs> it's a uniform blanket of white outside. Yeah. My we have a little area we call it the swimming pool just because it's this little concrete enclosure that it if the drain like ever a... freezes over, it's going to turn into a swimming pool the it next does, time it rains. It does look like a swimming pool. I <laughs> yep. Think. Uh I don't I'm not I'm not bougie enough to have like a swimming pool in my backyard, I promise. <laughs> but like uh it is I'm pretty sure like just from all the collected snow, like a solid like almost a foot higher than it normally is. Like um like just the snow level outside is yeah. just like packed it up like a foot. But 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 yeah. Snow is crazy. That's how Minnesota be. Anyway, oh. to the anime we're talking about. No, actually I thought we'd just keep on talking about the snow. Dude, for that's like... his Welcome to Boku Day Snow, the yep. snowiest podcast on the internet. Wow, real <laughs> nailed that I intro. just crushed it, dude. <laughs> So, they were talking about a show that is slightly controversial, some mixed opinions yeah. out, um, out there, and actually among the hosts. So, yeah. we're not going to have a gush fest today. Yeah, it's going to be back and forth today. It's a battle royale between it is. two people. It's, it'll be like dueling pistols at 50 paces. Yeah, there you go. It'll be real stuff. There you go. High noon soon. Yep. Beaches. Um, this is... Of course, <laughs> of course, Naruto Shippuden. Yeah, I'm no, just like I, <laughs> no, as, as as you probably guessed by the thumbnail. So I'm not really sure why yeah. I'm keeping it secret. Yeah, <clears throat> it's Neon Genesis Evangelion, or Evangelion, or Evangelion, 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 <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. There you go. Yep. So, this is a show. That is just about mechs and nothing else. Oh, dude, it's so surface level. I couldn't imagine that. This, this is like the fir- This is like if I asked a first year psych student to make an anime. <laughs> oh, yeah. This that is, that, an- that mech comment was very facetious. Yeah. It's, no. It, it. I got baited. By by Mr. Michael here because he knows he knows that I love mech anime. So he comes to me. We're like. What anime are we going to do next? He's like, can I suggest this one? It's a mech anime. And I'm like, let's do it. I'm all about it. And it was like, maybe, like, I would say in the entire 26 episode series, like. Plus the movie. And a plus the movie, maybe like two hours of, of, of mech in, in, in frame. And the other, like. 30 or whatever hour it adds up to wow. is just like quality math there on the spot. I don't, I don't 32 know. hours of show. Is it actually? No. Oh, okay. That would be 16 episodes, fam. Oh. Yeah, it would be. No, are the, are the episodes half an hour long? Yes. 16 times 2 is 32. <laughs> Alright, my math is wrong. But anyway... Bajillion. Wait, a- no, my math is wrong. Bet crap. Uh, no, okay, so it would be two of them equals one hour. Yeah. So sixteen, that'd be eight hours. And so twenty-six episodes would be thirteen hours. Yeah. Total. Wow, it's hard. So I have a math the, miner. The <laughs> the other eleven hours is well, just. Well, well, well let's edit this, that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> who you got me on this one? <laughs> You sound like a dingus in episode three. There you go. Uh, but the other oh. 11 hours is just a maddening psychological roller coaster of poorly written lines <laughs> and just some of the worst dub you've ever experienced in your life. Let's talk about those first 10 episodes, my dude. Oh, that slapping noise that just peaked the audio there would be Urkel <laughs> face palming so hard he just broke the space time continuum. Both hands on the face, face palm. So, 
Where where do we even start with these these episodes? We start dude? with some brief show information. There you go. Give We're it to me. at home. Well, so, I drink my coffee. This is by so Neon Genesis Evangelion was I believe the first or, or one of the first works done by a studio called Gainax G A I N A X by director Hidekai Ano. It aired from. October 4th, 1995, which is, funnily enough, exactly my birthday. <clears throat> October 4th, 1995. Really? It, oh, it that's first cool. aired exactly on my birthday. That's crazy. To March 26th, 96. So the original plot was meant to re- was apparently meant to represent Anno's four-year depression after completing a project called Nadia, the Secret of Blue Water. And it's apparently all one big metaphor for his depression. The secret of the water is that it's blue. Yep. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Why is the water blue? Because it's water. The end. Yep. Finn. Done. <laughs> and then he sunk into a deep depression after <laughs> that work of genius. That, that six-second work of genius. This is my. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. <laughs> and it has apparently won several awards, such as the. Animage Award and an Anime Grand Prix Award. Anime Grand Prix. So yeah, Ooh. it's where they it's where they race. <laughs> they race animes like. Yep. They uh, just put a couple DVD cases on the track and then just wait for them to get to the end. Yeah, just like entire soccer stadiums of people. Yep. Apparently, both semi prestigious awards in the anime community. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty dope. So apparently, people have no taste even in. Oh yeah, no! Okay, sorry. <laughs> that was a cheap shot. Uh, I wonder how decent the sub is. Probably better than the dub. I mean, it's gotta it, be right. It can't it, be like, worse. Like physically, cannot be worse than that goddamn dub. Yep. Ugh. So, it's the part where I would normally talk about voice actors, but since that lasted for like forty-five minutes last time, we're gonna cut that out and I'll just st- talk about maybe briefly. The abysmal job that the dub yeah. voice actors did. Also, I don't think anybody in uh, the, at least in the English dub, did anything of note outside of the show. Um, like, because I remember looking into it in a little bit. Like, there was one voice actor that I thought I recognized that I was wrong about. Shinji is the, uh, he's the main. He goes on to play the main character in Mare, M-A-R, which was a, like a like a mildly successful shonen anime. Gotcha. Set in like a fantasy world. Is that on Netflix? No. No. But I'm thinking of Ma- Maggie, Magi. Yep, yep, Maggie. Maggie. Not even, damn it. <laughs> no, I'm just going to let you have that one. You're just going to let me call it Maggie, or Magi? Magi. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. Because there are magi in this show. There are. There's way more than I thought there was I until know, right? the very end. <laughs> oh. And then uh, he's also in Blas Blue after memory. He plays a, Shinji plays a character in Blas Blue. Like in the fighting game? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure there wasn't an anime from Blaze Blue and I was going to freak out. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yep. I want to know more. And then uh, Asuka goes on to play Laura Bodwig from Infinite Stratos, but again, I don't, I don't want to yeah. like, dive into that too much. On to the next I'm sorry. I just on, to, on to this part, the they were atrocious. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> bad, dude. Asuka was probably... Asuka's... Asuka is one of the pilots of these things called Evangelions. These Evangelions yeah. are giant biomechanical robots that move a little too fluidly for you to be comfortable <laughs> watching them. Yeah, they are some some wanky boys. They are they are they are a little too wiggly when they yeah. move for me to be super comfortable yeah. with them. And there are and the and these robots can only be piloted by pedophilia. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? I meant 14-year-old children. 14-year-old children. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, because Anime. I don't know if there was ever like a reason given, but, yeah. or it's just like their emotional state is is so, is so in flux that it could be synced with a giant robot or something. I guess something like that. Some, it's it's not a good reason. If if I can say it's like this, it's gonna be hard for us to discuss 
like any of the the like more deeper plot points of this show because most of the plot in this show makes little to no sense and oh, is yeah. spread few and far between. Uh, imagine the plot of Dark Souls where you have to figure it out through items descriptions, except the item descriptions are poorly written and you only get an item every and, and like written by 10 a hours. crazy person. Yeah, also that. So for this one. Go watch the... Just pause the podcast. It's fine. Go on wherever you wherever you find anime. I Here, we only... Ad, we will only admit to advocating for legally watching shows. Yes. All I will say is that... It, I found it very, very difficult to find a legal way to watch this. And that is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it is not available on most common, like, licensed streaming sites, but it's apparently coming out on Netflix sometime. Oh, cool. Yep. I'm not sure if it's the movies or the actual full show, yeah, but just, like, remake. that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to incriminate myself on audio recording. Yeah, there you go. E- either way. So, either way, go watch, go, go watch the movie that's basically the summary uh, of the series. What's that one called? Isn't it Death and Rebirth? I think so. I think it's called <clears throat> Death and Rebirth. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and that is the... Okay, the pacing in it's garbage. It's just like... I don't know. Or you can watch the main series, but like... If you want to get caught up, just like... And get the general overall plot line. Yeah. Go watch that, and then go watch... Um, end of Evangelion. The End of Evangelion. Yeah. One so- of the most bonkers movies I've ever seen. It was just my, like, so much happening. People sat in theaters and watched that, dude. Yeah. If you, like, did they all just walk out just like, the hell did I just watch? Yeah. Just some crazy shit. But let's, let's focus back in on these first ten episodes of the anime. So, it is nearly devoid of content. Of anything good. Of anything good. Like, so you got you got Shinji. You got your main character. You got Masato, who is... His guardian. His guardian. Because his daddy doesn't love him. Because his dad doesn't love him. And his dad's off making world-protecting bio-robots. So, also, let's just, like... Going back to the general premise of this. Mm-hmm. We are in... Semi-post-apocalyptic world. Mm. Half of the world's population has been wiped out by something called... Ugh, jeez, sorry. Has been wiped out by something called the Second Impact. <coughs> so 50% of humans are dead. Yeah. Um, uh, now we are in somewhere called Tokyo 3, which I know Tokyo 1. Mm-hmm. I, I know Tokyo 3 now. What happened to 2? That's a good question. Do you think it was destroyed in the second impact? What happened to Tokyo 1 then? Well, maybe like Tokyo 2 was just like an upgraded version of Tokyo. Yep. And then Tokyo... Oh, it was just like Tokyo 2.0? Yeah, yeah. Now with more Tokyo? <laughs> yeah. And then Tokyo 3 was like, well, Tokyo 2 blew up, blew up so yep. we gotta make a third one, I guess. Fair enough. So, they're in there, and... Humanity's being attacked by these giant weird things called angels. Because of course they're called angels. This show has a lot of pseudo-religious symbolism in it, and we will get into that. I, th- I think you could probably drop the pseudo off of that. Yeah? There's just, like, crosses everywhere. And, like... Whenever something explodes in the shape of a cross, <laughs> which like also, not how energy works. Not even a little bit. It's just, like... Oh, a bomb went off. It's in the shape of a cross. And then the cross dissipates into angel wings. Yep. It's just like, cool, that's how explosions work now, I guess. Yeah, totally. Okay, so now you kind of have the background of the show. And then then this kid, Shinji, gets recruited by his dad who left him when he was like five or something. Some shit like that. to, uh, To go pilot an Evangelion because he is compatible. 
mm-hmm. and go fight the angels who are trying to kill everyone. And that's basically it. So that's as a good were, setup. That's a good setup. As you were saying. So as I was saying, an angel attacks. Shinji gets brought to Nerve headquarters. Nerve is the group that organizes the Evangelion, Evangelions and the Eve program and all that crap. Um, he has had absolutely no training. He's never seen an Eva unit. And he just gets like thrown into it and he fights the angel. And... Panics and almost dies. Oh, panic, panics and almost dies, yes. And then doesn't he like come back and slap up the angel or something? Well, the Ava goes berserk. Oh, yeah. After he doesn't he gets, do like, it. gets like stabbed. Yeah. yeah. He gets messed up and then the Ava's like, hey, you suck at piloting me. I'm going to go kill this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is the first thing of the Ava being like personified as like. Yeah. It's maybe, which is a hint, is maybe the Ava is something more. Yeah. And it turns out it is. Avas are man-made angels. Yep. With, mm, mm, and the armor plating that's on them is not just to protect them, but also to keep the angel inside. I didn't think of that, but yeah. yeah it was actually said in the show. It was. But it's okay, yep. Cool. It's all good, Chief. <laughs> um, and... So, this show was made in 95, mm-hmm. as I said, and Jesus Christ does it show yeah. in some ways. Yeah. First off, uh, we'll, get in, we'll get into animation in the art corner, yeah. but like, this is very early on before they figured some stuff out. Yeah. Like, like what pacing works well for animes? What actually? I don't even know because like stuff like Akira, which is very acri- acri- critically renowned, mm-hmm. came out. I'm not sure when Akira came out. I feel like that was in like the 80s or 70s or something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It was very early Real on. Real old school. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, and that had like decent enough pacing, but I don't know. What we're trying to say is that. The first ten episodes of this show make it almost unwatchable. They might be, just in seclusion, those ten episodes might be the worst anime I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, I... There isn't... Other than the stuff we're going to talk about in the art corner, which is what it looks like and what it sounds like, there aren't redeemable qualities to those first 10 episodes. No, there aren't. Like, and I tried, because I really enjoyed the back two-thirds of this anime and the movies. Uh, So I I tried to think back to those first 10 episodes and find something that I enjoyed, other than how it looked and how it sounded. But honestly, I could have watched the first 10 episodes... In Japanese, without subtitles, and I think I would have enjoyed it more than I did if I watched the dub. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you just, just watching a pretty picture show. Yeah, like, and and I'm I am I'm a sucker for that in media in general. Like, stuff that's just big spectacles, like Godzilla, like uh, what's that? Pacific Rim, uh, like the movie that just came out that. Uh, looked amazing. Uh, Mortal Engines. Stuff like that. Like, I, I love the big spectacle. This is all about the visuals and who gives a shit about the rest of what's sure. going on. But, it like, the the writing is is awful. What's the, what's the line where, uh, so... I'm home? <laughs> Shinji and uh, Misato get to where Shinji's gonna be living for a while. And no, no, no! This is after Shinji ran away after his first oh yeah with the Ava pilot yeah piloting it in Evangelion. So after the Ava goes berserk, Shinji runs away and like a bitch. A, 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 yep, yep, and then like goes into a movie theater and watches two people just like do the nasty actually have sex in a movie theater. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and then he goes and sits on a train for a while, and then. Eventually decide. 
And then and then is like and then Nerf finds him and is like, if you're gonna be a little bitch about it, you're out. Yeah. And so they and so he says goodbye to his to the couple of goober friends that he made. <laughs> I love his goober friends, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they are and, goobers though. <laughs> and then he and he goes to get on the train and then Misato runs up, but then the train leaves and he's still there. And they look at each other and Misato says, like an actual piece of driftwood. <laughs> Welcome home, Shinji. And Shinji just looks and smiles and like a psychopath serial killer just says, I'm home. <laughs> Something... It's, it's just every line is delivered with the emotion of a used piece of toilet paper. And... Like... The, the because of budget issues with this show, they had they have a very bad issue with the scenes where it's just like a person standing still and the mouth is just oh, moving yeah. and nothing else is happening. So there is just no emoting, there's no feeling, and it doesn't like some animes get away with that because the writing is so good. And because, just because the the writing's so good, you can, you can get past bad voice actors and the only my mouth is moving syndrome if the writing is really good and you're really invested in the story. But this has a, an abysmal story. Yeah. Like for most of it. Yep. Uh, the dub is awful. The voice actors are yeah. The, the dub is awful and. The writing, dude. Like, I just, I can't get over it. Like, it, so much of it feels so just dry and phoned in. Yep. Like, it's rough. It absolutely does. It's rough. So, but, spoiler alert, you said this is in, like, your new top ten. It is. It is. If you <laughs> throw... my favorite thing to say for following up that just, like, hard bashing. It is. Honestly, and I could still say that the next 16 episodes and the movie were good enough, in my opinion, to make up for how truly appalling those first 10 episodes were. One man's opinion, dude. Yeah. We'll have to talk about we're that. We're going to talk about that a lot. First, let's talk about themes. Themes. Which could be like an entire hour podcast. It, it could. Because this this movie truly tries to tackle some things, and also gives into a lot of anime tropes that make it seem like it has more themes than it does. Which I is guess. weird, but how early air it is. I feel like some of those tropes didn't even need to be established. Were yet. just yeah, some of those tropes tropes were established by this anime. Almost yeah, maybe. So first off, this show apparently ties very heavily into Jewish mysticism. See, which, and like, d birth and death, and there's, it's, it's a very symbolic show. It's the kind of thing where you like, need to have your, your, uh, your, your Kabbalah, your Torah, and all of like, Jew Wikipedia at you your disposal in order to like get everything that they're trying to go for. Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, I didn't get what they were trying to go for for all the Jewish things and I still enjoyed it. Sure. Like it but if you want to understand the story on like a deeper level and like truly get what's going on in the show you do need to have some kind of background in like old jewish mythology like it's not even like current accepted jewish mythology it's like some kind of old school mysticism version of it i'm not super sure but it's not like what is commonly taught or practiced in 2019 yeah it's it's mysticism stuff it's yeah. just like 
it's just like I don't know, like the, it's the extended universe <laughs> of, of, of Judaism. <laughs> oh, that is funny. From, oh. from, from what I understand of it, <laughs> extended universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a uh, so things like they have so first off I thought it was a little heavy-handed the the main things they're fighting are called angels, angels. and and like the big angels that are the ones that are like going to destroy the world are named Adam and Lilith and Lilith is in in the uh, JEU, the Jewish Extended Universe, <laughs> is, oh. is is like is like a mother of demons kind of thing, which makes sense because when she finally gets summoned at the at, at the end of Evangelion, there are vaginas everywhere, just everywhere. Yep, about fifty million of them. Just so many. Uh. And I don't know various other things. It's it's kind of hard to summarize, but I guess it doesn't really tie in to it's, it that much. It's more like they just put in a bunch of symbolism just for yeah. symbolism's sake. Yeah, there's there's like two levels to the religious bit of this anime. There's the surface level, which is just things explode and there's crosses. A lot of the doorways in Nerve Headquarters are just in the shape of crosses. Yeah. The doorway to get to uh, Adam's chamber is an upside-down cross. Yep. Like, there's references to, like, the Tree of Life yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it, it's just, like, a lot of symbolism that means essentially nothing if you don't know the deeper story. Of it, of the JEU, of of the J- if you are not well versed in the JEU, uh, you're just gonna see this and be like, "Wow, that's a lot of crosses." Yep, like that's that's just gonna yep. be a reaction to what's going on. That is an unnecessary <laughs> amount of crosses. <laughs> yeah, like I've seen like demon hunting animes with less crosses yep. than that, which is weird because the Jews don't really believe in Jesus that much. Yeah, they do. So- well, they believed that he was a prophet, not that he was the son of God. Yeah. So, like, the cross seems like a Christian thing. I don't. I don't know enough. Why about... was it not stars of David? That's a good point. If it was, if they were truly going for the JE, <laughs> I can't. I can't say it with a straight face. If they were truly going for that, you. <laughs> God damn it! Dude. Like I had to like, oh gee, I didn't, I didn't read the manga before I entered uh, of, of Judaism before I the entered. manga of Judaism. Oh man, it's a good thing we're not on YouTube because this oh. would, we would get demonetized in a millisecond, in a hot second, just whoo. But God, digressing back yeah. to to. <laughs> plot J-E-U nonsense. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of symbolism but on the anyways, surface. Why would it just not be Stars of David and why would they just throw in, like, the ring yeah. of Jesus in there? That, that I guess, would make more sense because Star of David's are more complex shapes and hard to work into every single scene. Okay, so they can believe that, that explosions happen in the shape of a cross. But in the Star of David, that's I draw the line there. I'm, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like both of them are pretty Energy much. Energy literally goes fifty feet in the air, then goes sideways. <laughs> what do you mean? No. All right, all right, all right. I suppose they would have been equally as ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So. What's uh, next on the plate? This, I think I just want to go for like. Just the general thing of what this show is talking about. Because even if someone has watched this show, there is, like, a decent chance that they walked away just going, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? And also, we never clarified it, which is my bad, but we are talking about the original 26 episodes plus the movie The End of Evangelion, which... 
replaces episodes 25 and 26 as an alternative ending to the show. Oh, that's why those episodes markers were in the yep. movie. That makes sense. And, and it said like 25 prime. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like that. So in the original show, episodes 25 and 26 were just a Shinji revelation moment. Shinji just took... It just took a while and we just talked about Shinji for a while and mm. went through his mental struggles and everything like that. So essentially Shinji just goes through... like. All of this shit happens in the anime. Uh, people die and worlds explode and everybody's blowing shit up and everything. Yep. And then you get to the last two episodes and uh, you get case studies on every single one of yeah. the main characters. Yep. <clears throat> and it goes into their psyche and who like who they really are. And this, this kind of brings up one of my main criticisms... Uh, for the not first 10 episodes, the characters are very one-dimensional. Shinji is a wimp with no backbone. Mm -hmm. Like, period. Asuna is... Asuka. Asuka? Yep. Asuka. Asuka Asuka. Langley Soryu. Yeah. Because Asuna is the one from Sword Art. Is it German in the Jew show? No. You know, I wasn't going to say it, but like... (laughs) I mean, like, I thought it, like, we all thought it, like, yeah. she's aggressively German. I really like, like, they had such a good chance to make her a good character, because, what's the term, is it Sundere? Sundere. Sundere. Yep. Because I am a gaijin and cannot pronounce those. A, a what? A ga- gaijin? I've never heard You've that. never heard that term? No. It's like, I think it's like the... The Japanese That's or Chinese. That's the J-U. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like a term for, like, white American dude who doesn't know anything about weeb shit. Uh, but anyway. Was I just... Oh, yeah, the, the Sundere. So she's that. She's just, like, super mean, sad. It's not like I like you or anything. Like yeah, that, yeah, she is. That kind of crap. But, like, usually with those kind of characters, you get... Like moments of vulnerability, some something that makes you not hate them for like five seconds. Oh my god! Just like a moment of them being like, well, "Yeah, I kind of like actually like you," and I'm like not a horrible person. She's like, "No, I'm just a shit human being all the yeah. time." Like it's so rough. Like, and I I like those characters. Yeah, me and you are both. Massive fans of Doki Doki Literature Club. Yep. And, uh, uh, names. I'm so bad with character names. The pink girl. Yes, pink anime (laughs) manga. Uh, I don't remember her name. Yeah, it's the one that's always hungry and hates her dad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, her. her. She was. She was really vying for my top spot uh, best girl character in that in that uh, game. I've actually been Monica from the start. I know you have. I, I know. know you have. Just Monica. Just just Monica. But like what I'm getting at is these the characters in this show are almost like they take a single emotion and make a caricature of that emotion. That, that's a perfect way to put it. They're so one note. Ugh. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I think the the deepest character in the show has to be... Misato. Misato, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Shinji's guardian, adult. That, that got put in charge of him because daddy doesn't care. Yeah. Like, she has multiple sides to her. She's yep. got the, the business side... That's just all about protecting the the state and protecting yep. Shinji, and then she's got this happy drowning herself in alcohol phase, yep. uh, which is when she's at home. Yeah, and yeah, which is where she's a slob, just pounds beer with breakfast, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, like the fridge is just <laughs> freezer food and beer. Yep, yep. Old dream. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, and then and 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 then we have her as. Like, like the emotionally vulnerable side, mm-hmm. just like looking for love and acceptance from from a father figure, who who was replacing the father who never paid attention to her and who was never home and who and who made mommy cry. She's and stuff. she's got mad daddy issues. She is 
the textbook of daddy issues. It's like you open the textbook, it's like page one is just Misato on the front page. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, she gets she gets a big dude friend and replaces her dad with him. And because because yeah. he's also crappy and never there for her. Yep. And very flaky. So therefore, it's it's Perfect. her father. Yep. And so just what she wants. She just bangs his brains out. And she does. There's a line where it's like. <laughs> You've been gone for a week with your man friend. In, in, in been, college, they just skipped a week of class. Have you and been just doing did... the sex? <laughs> it was, I believe it was Dear Mom, Misato and, and Kaji have been having sex for the past week. And not they just left and they just started they, doing the do. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Uh, and then, Who else is very one note? We have a character that's literally just like a, a motionless... Ray. Clone. Yeah, I mean, like... Ray, who is, like... What drove me insane about the one-note characters is that it's, like, you had so many chances for them to have their, like, come-to-Jesus moment. Yeah. And, like, redeem themselves and make... and take a step forward. And... They never do. <laughs> never took it. Like, I felt that way so many times with Asuka. Because yeah. I wanted to like that character so bad. A lot of people do. She's actually best girl for the show. Yeah. People say. But best, best girl. Best girl. I feel that. I, I have trouble giving best girl to a 14-year-old. But that's just me. Yeah, no, I feel that. And my adult likingness. <laughs> Well, you're wrong. She's I, the best I, I'm, girl. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and end the show yeah. uh, on that on that yeah. note of fourteen year oldness. Yeah, but no, you can still like. <laughs> not the time to dive into. Yeah, let's not dive into anime. pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, but ever. I no, mean, just like, like, yeah, let's just like avoid that topic. Oh, not even the topic, just like the act. Oh, and also the act. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to avoid Should've the act. a weird too. turn. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's bring her. Let's round her back in. Ray. Thankfully, oh yeah, Ray. I was gonna say, yeah. but thankfully, the, the the one sex scene was between consenting adults. There we go. That's a big plus. That That's is... a step forward for some. <laughs> yeah. For some Japanese. Really? Content. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Looking at you, Aramanga Sensei. Looking look at, at you. You. What is it? P. B- 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 no Pico. Is that the name of it? Is that the one yeah. that you were? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the bad the one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that's the exact thing we based our name off of. Yep. Just kidding. Absolutely not. I mean, it was. But I that's mean, like okay. it was, <laughs> yeah, but it like, was. but like, kind of, yeah. But anyway, Ray. It's that Ray. character. Yep. She is what a. a primordial soup made clone thing. Yeah, she she's a clone. Yeah. She, she, of what? I'm not sure. Nobody really knows where what the base clone I, I was. I thought that it was possibly his wife. But she looks nothing like his <laughs> not wife. Not even a little. Not even a little bit. Um, for whatever reason, she is like... She, she is kind of like the linchpin of the story-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, she is... She's the one that, that, that can combine with the angel... Adam or Lilith, whichever one. I think it's Adam. But they once said that, oh my god, it's actually Lilith. And that was like... Oh. One of the reveals. And so... Jesus, this anime is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And nothing gets the time of day for explanation. It's like, oh my god, this thing! And then it's just like a scene of... Yep. Misato drinking more beer. Like, I... Like, what? And, and the penguin! She has a penguin in her house! I love Pen-Pen! No! Pen, that was a dumb decision by them. I hate she the penguin. lives in a freezer connected to the fridge. It's so cute! Why does she have a penguin? Because it's... Because... Is it because she was in Antarctica? It absolutely is. She saved a penguin when she survived the second impact... In Antarctica. Does this upset you, Michael? You seem to be grabbing your nose and face palming. Uh, oh, there's the gun to the mouth. Uh, looks yep. like this is a Everyone. solo show now. 
I think I think I might spike the audio, so I won't do that to you. Yeah, thank you. You don't want to make me edit out a gunshot. Yep. Yeah, I, I won't make you work that hard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. So. Okay. Now, now we've had like. God. Just a, a rambling just most, rant yeah. about the plot of this show. Let's do something that has substance. The art corner. Yeah. Do we have an art corner song yet? Because last time I kind of I kind of shipped the bed with the McDonald's theme. <laughs> but uh, but, but, but uh, art, art corner. corner. <laughs> I'm <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, what, um, um, what, art corner time. What other bad short theme songs can we ruin and put the art corner? Um. Uh, for a great low rate, you can get, get online, line, go, go to, to the, the art corner, corner, and save some. Nope, just just right. Go for to the great, art corner for a great low rate. You can get online, go, go to, to the, the art corner. corner. Scene. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's well, start with music. Let's start with music from a guy who knows about music. Yeah, that's the, um the the actual Pablo Picasso of the music world. <laughs> all right, all right. Jacob Merkel. I'll take that title. Uh, the renowned s- painter. Yes, the renowned painter of the music scene. Yep. Uh, so, OP one, which is the only OP, is just just o- the opening. Just OP. Yeah, just <laughs> OP. Uh, blows. Ha. Ouch. No, 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 no. It's In, it grew on me. Yeah, so it's very retro, and it's making me... Give us a little hum, humadooski. Uh, imagine just the worst synth trumpet patch you could imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's exactly the one. Yeah. Da, 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 do, sunshine, sheen, oh, yonori. Uh... (laughs) So I this this OP made me realize something that anime music is, is all anime themes are exactly a minute and thirty seconds long. You're right. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, well, that's interesting. Yep. Uh, but I've noticed that anime openings are about five to ten years behind their time. Yeah. Uh, in in especially the opening, like that is some '80s <laughs> nonsense going on in that OP. <laughs> and then you look at the more modern anime that's come out past 2010, and this craze of the Japanese butt rock, as people call it, is like early 2000s hard sure. rock in America. Sure. Like. I don't know if that's really how it is, but I know for a lot of countries, like, America tends to, like, ship its art and culture out to other countries, and they adopt it a little bit after we do. Like, I know I was talking to Runner, or one of our friends, uh, who went to France, and they were just blasting, like, pop music. He went in, like... 2015, 2014, and they were blasting pop music from, like, 2008. Sure. Like, so that this this idea of, like, these OPs being five to ten years in the past kind of makes sense to me, but at the same time, I, I really liked the OP. It was a, a really interesting melody. It follows the... The, the theme in anime of just super complex, very not repetitive uh, uh, melodic structure. Um, you know, the harmonic structure, so the chords and the background and all that stuff is, is very stock for music of that time. But uh, the, the melody is always a place of interest in innovation in, in a musical space uh, in a lot of these animes, and this is no different. Um, as for the in-show music, uh, there's not, like, a whole lot to talk about. They did do variation in themes again, though. Yeah. Uh, which I talked about in the last episode. 
our themes and variations. Sorry, I was just saying it backwards. No, just say um, it wrong every time. Yeah. Please. In you theme variation. <laughs> theme in... Theme. Theme and theme. Uh, <laughs> theme and theme. Theme and theme. Uh, but at... Sounds the... like Mike Tyson talking about... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, they take that, that intro melody that they have in the OP in the very last episode as we have this super cringy moment as Shinji comes to the realization that he needs to love himself before anyone else yep. will love him. And it's all of his friends from his past clapping and saying congratulations and in the background of that scene, would this be before or after they have the f- they have the time in the school where, um, I believe someone mentions is Oscar writing quote Shinji's baloney pony. <laughs> I forgot about that. They go to like this alternate universe or like alternate timeline where there is no angels or evangelions, and it's just like. A slice of life high school sim uh, with yep. all of the same characters, and uh, Asuka and Shinji are still like, are like childhood friends kind yeah. of thing. Like she goes and wakes him up and everything. And yeah, that kind of typical Japanese childhood friendship. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But um, so at the very end of the show, they take they repurpose the melody from the OP in uh, like this really fun, nice scene. Where there, it's just like this really pretty slow piano version, and I mean, it's like very, it's very <clears throat> stereotypical way to do that. You take a, a sad scene and take the op and slow it down and put it in piano. I mean, like that's a way to do it, and I, I always dig that, and it's always like a nice little tidbit for people that pay like are paying attention to the music in the show. Um, as for like the the fight music, it's very generic. Uh, uh, it's more orchestral, uh, and that is also a motif from this show being older. Uh, as like, there's a lot more live instrument usage, and it's a lot less electronic. The more modern you get in anime, the less acoustic instruments you hear. Like the battle scenes in this are like big band pieces with big roaring timpanis and bass drums and ripping uh except when it was actually bits. the hallelujah chorus oh whatever. also that yeah as if the religious symbolism wasn't heavy-handed enough they there literally was... just shoved in the hallelujah chorus for like a whole section it was just like oh no this eva unit is being disabled by this ray of light coming from space and it was just like a piercing god ray coming through the yep. clouds with the hallelujah chorus playing in the background. And I just... I thought that was kind of cool. It was. Re- I thought it was really cool. It was just like, retrospectively, I was like, that's kind of A cheese. little heavy-handed. It's, it's heavy-handed. 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 Yeah, yep. we're both choir nerds. We both sang that in high school, so. And college for me. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, I suppose I did, too. I sang... Bunch of, bunch of Lutheran-ass choirs, dude. Yeah, that's right. I sang my, my acapella group at MSU, actually. I think we sang that for Christmas carol- caroling. Cool. But, uh, anyway, back to the show. Uh, and outro... Oh, Urkel has some thoughts on God, this God, dude. Now, first off, what is the what is the thing called? What is the outro called? It's Fly Me to the Moon. False. It's called Fry Me to the Moon. <laughs> I think that might be racist, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's funny because that's what they say. Progressively over time. Now I may be remembering this wrong, but I swear the outro got more and more Asian as time <laughs> dude, went dude, on. Like it got less, and like the accent of the person singing it got thicker and thicker as the show went. Oh my God! Until it was so, fry me to the moon and let me pray among the stars. 
it was, it was, I don't know. So you have the first version of the ending. All of the endings are Fly Me to the Moon. Themes and variation, yeah. again. Yeah, but this is how you do it poorly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you got, it's like a, a smooth jazz, lounge jazz cover of Fly Me to the Moon by, uh, is, it, is it Frank Sinatra? I don't know. I feel like is it Is that actually be. by Frank Sinatra? I know there's a I I know there's a Sinatra version of it. Oh I shit! I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's originally by him, um, but you have this lounge jazz version of it. Yeah, I mean when you search "Fly Me to the Moon," the first like five are Frank Sinatra. Um, uh, you have this lounge jazz cover of it that's like serviceable. I'm okay with it. It sounded okay. Um, and then all of a sudden it turns to this like pop disco cover of that lounge jazz cover. And it's great. There are no <laughs> issues with it. It's just like, imagine like this nice smooth lounge jazz cover, <laughs> except with the drums from... <laughs> What is the the catch your body on the floor tonight? <laughs> it's like the exact drum beat from that song just pasted over this lounge jazz cover. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. It's so <laughs> awful. Like I am, I am very. I like to say. I, I wish there was face cam on this because the whole time Urkel was doing that, he had just this look of anger on his face as he is as he is getting jiggity down with it, being just like just like busting a move in, the, in his chair, and just this look of anger. It was the funniest juxtaposition I've ever seen. Pure anger, but like. I, I like to say that I like to think that I'm a very like accepting person of music. Like I hate I hated country most of my life and I was okay with everything else and now I respect country artists because they have a niche, they know what that niche is, they go after it. I'm not going to dive into that cuz I could talk about how mu how stupid stadium country is for like 6 hours. Yep. Um but this is pure just I hate it. It's awful. I don't know who thought it was a good idea. I I hate it. Uh, and that about does it for the music. The cool. the the outros are rough. The battle music is okay, <laughs> not really noticeable, and I really like the OP. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about animation a little bit. This, the animation is is of its time, which, in some ways, is a very good thing because mm -hmm. it it it, it kind of looks like a Miyazaki movie a little bit. It's that same. It's that same kind of style. Or, I guess Cowboy Bebop would be a, a more fair yeah. comparison. Yeah, it, it, that's probably why I like it so much because I love the. Yeah, yeah. It it does look a good bit like Bebop. It. There are other parts where it's very Beboppity. Where you could tell that they didn't that they couldn't just like use computer shortcuts for a lot of this stuff, mm -hmm. and so, therefore, to save a quick buck, they just repasted a bunch of frames, like every time they enter the command center of Nerf. It's the exact same establishing shot for a good, like, seven seconds. Yeah, they really like to reuse establishing shots. Yeah, it's, it's really rough. And, makes it, and at parts makes it very, very difficult to watch, enjoyably. It, it took me a long time to notice that, though. Really? Yeah, like, I... I, I noticed it right away. I didn't... Honestly, it took me until about halfway through the movie to notice that that command center shot was the same every time. Really? Yeah. I noticed it, like, episode... Seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very noticeable thing. I don't but, know. I don't know. I was just looking for it too. Yeah. Fair. And then and then like Urkel said early on, lots of like lip flaps and no head movement. Yeah. Just some talking heads mm -hmm. around. And then the uh the actual Ava's moving are I thought that was very interesting because 
they they're actually not animated poorly. Yeah. They're animated uncomfortably. Yeah. They they don't move like how you want big robots to move. Yeah. They're it's it's like it's very like jerky and fluid. They those are the opposite of each other. Like really spastic fluid motions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Like very just like Sudden, like, imagine Certain joints are just like go and freeze and Im- lock. Imagine, like, tasing an octopus. <laughs> like, like, it's just all of a sudden, there's just like, oh, yeah. oh, god, oh, god, police. All right, all right, I understand that might have been a harsh example, but it's just like all of a sudden, you have this very spastic but still fluid motion. It's very sudden. It's yeah. very just like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Like... Like, I, the, there are certain joints that are, like, very, like, like locky, and then and then the rest of the thing is just a big old noodle boy just, like, yeah. waving around and flopping. But, like, if oh. you... All I can really say is that it's, it's the classic... I think it's called cell-shading animation style. Mm-hmm. And if you like early-era anime... This looks like an early era anime, it, which I know, which Urkel is currently just like busting a, a hot Bro, nut over. I I love how almost everything in this show looks. Just the the machinery. Everything from Shinji's semen. To... Yeah, especially Shinji's semen. Uh, <laughs> that was an awful scene. Okay, I I mean we have to talk about it, right? Yeah. During the movie, I guess because that's one of the main themes of it. Of just, like, sexual development of kids. Yeah. So, and just, like, learning to become sexual creatures. In, in the movie, Asuka is, like, in a coma, in a bed, and Shinji is like, Wake up, Asuka, wake up! And then he rolls her over, and then, like, her... her boobs fall out. Her boobs fall out, and then he's like, What if but whack one out to dead girl? Yeah. And then he does. And it's really uncomfortable, because it pans up to the IV, and you just get to listen to, like... Yep. For like a solid minute, and then it it does a nice shot of just his hand, and then <laughs> probably one of my favorite, one of the best delivered lines from the show is him just looking at his hand and going, "Man, I'm fucked up." And then it just cuts <laughs> to another scene, yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, Shinji, you yeah. are <laughs> like true. Like usually, like that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, it's okay, buddy. Like no." Yeah, dude, you're you're pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, but se- sexual development is a very big key of this show. It's talking about yeah. going through the experience of realizing that we are sexual beings as at, at a very young age and hitting puberty and like mm-hmm. experiences with girls. Everything from like Sh- Shinji kissing Asuka. That was a very big scene when it, when it happened. Mm-hmm. With the most like awkward kiss known to humankind, when like she plugged his nose and. And, like, they kissed each other. And all the way to... Honestly, my, my favorite scene in the show, not even for, like, weird pervy reasons, but it was it, it was Misato and her and her surrogate daddy, Kaji, were, were, uh, were just making love in, like, in, in a room. Doing the horizontal mambo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Playing hide the sausage. And... So in the dialogue, in there, the horizontal mambo. Yeah, you've never heard that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I just a little while to process through the brainsicle. Yeah, um, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the dialogue in there, it felt like they just said, just like we don't we didn't give you any lines for this scene, so just like improv it, and because of it. It was some of those natural, regular feeling dialogue I've I've heard in any show ever, yeah. and I love it. Everyone, my cat has returned. Attention. I got I got that note from people. The cat. They they liked that my cat came and visited. Uh, now it's now it's leaving. Yeah, she's gone. Okay, whatever. Oh, well, all right, no more cat for us. So back back to the. But I agree that but scene was very natural. Th- that it felt very good. Which really really matters to me because. Because because dialogue, as someone that was in the theater for very long myself, 
I know. Well. Uh, inserts, inserts swilling of wine yes. glasses. <clears throat> Dialogue that doesn't sound like humans would actually say it to one another really, really bugs me. Because, like... Same. Or, or even stuff that, like, if I tried to pull that line, like, big dramatic anime lines, that, like, if you said them in real life, you would either get, like, laughed at or slapped. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Like, what? Well, just... Just being like, I have to protect my friends, or just like, just like yelling crap like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that like, if you yelled that in the real world, people would just laugh at you, right? Mm-hmm. Or just like, it'd be the most awkward cringe thing ever. Yeah. But yeah. that that section felt very natural. Yeah, yeah. Very that, human. Th- that's all I'm trying to say. So with the, we're talking about the anim, in the animation bit. Uh, one of my one of my favorite things about this show is the the all of the machinery. Looks awesome, super boxy, super like <clears throat> old school industrial feeling. Like the trucks are all just squares with wheels on them. Like they have uh, those uh, ospreys. Yeah, that's what osprey. Yeah. The the like the weird helicopter things with the two turbines that like move on the wings yep. and stuff. They have those and they look awesome. <clears throat> like. This old school animation vibe just really does it for me, uh, and it takes a minute to get used to it. But after a couple of episodes, I think I think some some people out there will love this aesthetic. Yeah, but I don't sure. think it's for everybody. So, well, and I think with that we're about getting down to the final thoughts here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I guess the the real question on whether or not we like the show is. Because we both like the same parts of the show, right? Mm-hmm. Is, can you get over the first ten-some episodes in order to say that you like the show? Do you want to go first, or should I? You. All right. So, I think that the last 16 episodes and the movie are good enough to get past the first ten episodes. I would recommend this anime to someone... I would tell them if they want to avoid, you know, having to sit through some awful writing for a while, I would just say just go watch uh, the movie that comes before the second movie that kind of establishes everything that happens in the anime in a quicker fashion. But, honestly, that... We don't know. No, I wouldn't. I want those people to see... Those 16 amazing episodes that are in the show. Okay. Like, I would recommend them to watch it, get through those 10 episodes. I understand they suck, but just, like, take in the little bit of information they give you and then just get to that 11th episode and just enjoy the rest of it. Enjoy the psychological roller coaster ride with beautiful visuals all the way until the end. And watch all of these characters you've come to enjoy and like get absolutely slaughtered for like the last for the movie in the last couple episodes. I I would I would recommend this to most of the people that I know that watch anime. I'm gonna give this a go for it and watch. I have a little quote here that I wrote down partway through the show about Suspension of disbelief in world building. And I just like to read, just because I think it summarizes why I don't think I can recommend this show to people. Yep. So now, a certain amount of stuff in, in any work of fiction has to be taken on faith. Such as the fact that angels exist and that the world ended, that kind of stuff. I can... Those are just things that are expected of me coming in to just believe when... When I when I enter any fictional world, but but this fact that I'm just expected to believe some things, in my opinion, does not excuse poor world building. When you have corny dialogue, main characters acting like sexual predators, and the rest of the world just laughing it off, um, kind of heavy-handed imagery along with like a bunch of psychological stuff that feels kind of pseudo-enforced 
at times, it stops me as the audience from becoming invested in the world and and feeling like I want to jump in there and be part of it or like I can relate to anyone on the screen. So as, as shows where they do world building without explanation, like they do a little bit in this show, you have to take a lot on faith and just guessing stuff because they they state very few things explicitly two shows where they do that similarly are Howl's Moving Castle and The Ancient Magus Bride both those are ones where um, magic and wonder and craziness exists but you just have to believe that yeah that that it happens and and because we're never really going to tell you how or why it happens mm. but you don't really need to because it's just such an integral part of the world that you just take you just take care of it. And despite these are, so like I said, although those are set in a fantasy world, there is a sense of mysticism and wonder created, and you just want to jump in your TV screen and and learn more about the amazing world the characters are living in. I never once forgot that I was watching a TV show. Here, I those first ten episodes for me just set a tone of fake and, and and disingenuous and just made it seem like the spikes of really good that happened in the show were were just that spikes of good in an overall average show so in my opinion the everything that this show does that is subpar doesn't make it worth watching. It it was a show of its time. It's aged like milk, not like cheese. And I'm going to have to say no. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. This is our first end of episode disagreement. It's fine. We still like each other after it, too. Yeah, I mean, like, unless I kill you tomorrow. But, I mean, I don't know. Oh, God, oh, God, Jesus, help me! <laughs>